<laughs> what? Why did you go on so long? Just let me just stop at some point. Let me jump in. <laughs> All right. Stop laughing. Hey, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we have a great example of why Joe and I started this project. This great week. example. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Christy Tone, someone we were pretty close with in high school, and we literally haven't had contact with since. Yeah. And uh, it's great because we just jump right back in. I mean, just super comfortable conversation, just like just old friends. And, uh, and to hear her story too, like there is some continuity there because it just seems like wherever she goes, she can make friends really easily and kind of a community forms around her. It's, it's really kind of neat to hear. Yeah. I found her, her, her voyage just fascinating. Um, she's got a lot of interesting stops along the way. Uh, and I think you guys will enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm Jay Wilson. And I'm Joe Arner. And this is Crimson, Crimson Sheen. Sheen. All right. This is great. So this is a show that we uh, uh, interview people that we went to high school with at Stroudsburg High School in 1997, graduated in 1997. So we're looking for the smallest listenership of all time. Just people it's- who knew us <laughs> yeah we're going for small but dedicated right we have people that are i mean people at least listen to their own episode i think that i mean i'd be interested i mean the reason we started this because i want to know what people are doing where they're at yeah, I'm super yeah, and, i want to know what everyone is up with their lives oh and oh. there's our guest that's our, our guest, guest for this evening <laughs> <laughs> she jumped right in she's not she's, waiting sorry, she's sure. very excited and that's see that's the enthusiasm that we have for this show is, you know, getting reconnecting, reconnecting. It's not like, you know, we have terrible lives and we we want to look back on the glory days or something. It is simply, where did we end up? What happened to us? What happened to us? Let's reconnect and talk and and let's uh, let's talk about our town. Our town. We came from a pretty good town, and really, our guest today has a very cool perspective on that. I think. I got to tell you a little behind the scenes here. We, we had to like stop ourselves from getting too excited when we first got on the zoom meeting. Cause we were so fired up about like, Oh my gosh, Chrissy, we haven't seen her in so long. We wanted to like figure it all out. We like, save it for the show, save it for the show. So our guest today is Christy tone, Christy tone, uh, went to high school with us, hung out with us. And we remember her as I remember her. And this is how we like to start the show. Christy, uh, Jay and I kind of talk about, uh, what we remember about you, uh, and and we have terrible memories. It's <laughs> terrible. Bad. Okay, <laughs> so bad. So um, and but we also do it with the aid of our yearbook, which I discovered in a box in my mother's garage this past summer. So there's some questions that we have for you about that as well. So. But the first thing that is like, I remember you, I remember Christy is just like the sweetest, just the nicest person, <laughs> really, really sweet. And I remember she was always smiling and she was just so easy to hang out with. I think that's why we got on the Zoom and we were just, we just wanted to talk. I, I just, it was so exciting to see her. Uh, and there's one particular memory that I have of Christy 
that I still tell the story to this day. And it's a terrific story. Jay? Yeah, I'll, I'll never stop telling it. I mean, it really is one of those stories that's so good. Uh, and it was so, like, I think one of the cool, well, should we just jump into the story? What happened or? Let's start, let's jump in. We're talking about, of course, Jay, you, you, you know, the Army-Navy game. The Army-Navy game of, uh, what was it? Was it 96? Must have been 96. It had to have been 96 because it was our senior year. Okay. So, All right. So yeah. it must have been the fall of 96. Yeah, because it's always so, the first, second weekend of December in Philadelphia. Well, usually Philadelphia. What do you both remember of that? Because I have, I tell a whole story. It's a big, long thing. I talk about your dad, everything. It's so fun to tell this story. Well, what do you all remember of it? I don't remember why I would even have thought to call you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I don't, I don't know how that came up or why I don't, I just know that I, I made a random, for some reason we had extra tickets and I called your house, crack of dawn, and your mother like woke you up. You guys drove down, it was a J, was it your Volvo? Yes, I had a Volvo at the time. And it was like sleeting and not the best weather conditions, but you came down, your parents let you drive at 17, two hours on to Philadelphia with a bunch of strangers and go to a football game and then drove home. And, you know, we all survived, but I don't remember why, like, if, why I would have called you. I have no idea. Well, I mean, we are charming people. I, I, mean, I would you say are, that. But, <laughs> I mean, but you have some qualities. No, no, okay, sorry. <laughs> some people like But why would you, why, like, why would we have talked about it and you would have been interested, I suppose, is like, why would I that, thought, hey, these that's guys- That's how you want to spin it, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, do you remember why Christy called us? I think, I don't, I mean, I could be grasping at straws. When you just said that, like when you asked why she would call us, I think like, I don't know if we were hanging out the night before or the day or two before and you had mentioned you were going and I may have said like, oh, that's really good, like a cool thing to do. Maybe. And then maybe you had it in your head, but it was also like serendipitous that like, I, I mean, I mean, I stayed at Joe's house a lot, but uh, I mean, I just happened to be like on his couch that morning at five in the morning or whatever that was. I am completely, I'm completely shocked that I have the best memory of this. It, and you are exactly right, Jay. It was, we were hanging out at, I think at my mom's apartment the night before. I, that's what I want to say. I want to say, I want to say we were hanging out at my house, my apartment. I lived at that time when I was a senior, I lived in a, an apartment with my mom and it was a cool place to hang out for some people. Maybe it wasn't at the, maybe it wasn't there, but we were hanging out the four of us. Who was the fourth person? Ted Conley. I'm glad you don't remember because I didn't remember either. <laughs> No idea. It was who? I mean, she went with us to the to the game. Oh, was a girl? Yeah. Sarah, blonde yeah. Sarah. Sarah, I yeah. think it was Reed. Oh, Sarah Reed. That's what I want to say. Maybe, yeah, because she came with me to the game the next day, so maybe. Okay. Yeah, she went to the game with us then. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think... completely blanked that. So, and, I, and that was the, we did have a conversation like, oh, that's cool. You're going to the Army Navy game. That's really, I, I didn't really, I didn't really care, but Jay cared. And that's, we got that call then the next morning. Why were those tickets freed up? Somebody couldn't go, right? 
I, it must have been weather related because it wasn't the best weather for that game. I remember it being like rainy and sleety and for whatever reason, there were two extra tickets. Did you have so a brother we, or somebody, or that somebody? That yeah, did? my brother. He went. He started at East Roswell actually before he transferred to Pitt. So maybe he didn't. Did, did he not go? And I think that him and his girlfriend were supposed to go, and then oh, they maybe. decided not to go. Maybe that's a possibility. So, uh, Joe, can you weather, confirm that? Is that right? Yeah, or the wrong? weather played. The weather played a big, <laughs> uh, <laughs> played a big part in the story that I usually tell because. Uh, I think we, what did we, we drove to your house and we drove to your house. And then I, I think, uh, and your dad, I mean, I remember your dad is like, you know, the quintessential military kind of guy, right? Like, yeah. like I was ashamed to be in his presence because I was <laughs> you had long <laughs> hair and tall and handsome and like in great shape and everything. And, you know, but so nice, so nice. And I was like, I am, I just, in his presence, I thought, well, I, well I'm a slacker. I'm, I'll never make anything of myself. And then, but, uh, but he was so nice. And he was like, we're not going to the game unless you guys have stuff to wear. Probably. He likes to talk to people with West Point gear. Yeah. And so he gave me, uh, he gave me a, like this crazy, like, golf hat to wear it had like a beanie on it and everything and i had real long hair and uh <laughs> like a like a little furry I, what do you call those things i don't like, know whatever. like a little bobble on top it's um, like a toque yeah. a yeah. <laughs> i mean he was probably just trying to cover up your hair for your sake <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't want to be seen with me Shove so all that hair underneath his hat son <laughs> don't take so, it off <laughs> this dirty hippies with me let's cover up his hair eh. Uh, so, but then it was raining, so we didn't have any like rain gear or anything. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we took garbage bags. So I put on a garbage bag to protect myself from the rain. So I have this crazy hat on my head and I have a garbage bag on my body. And I'm a young, I'm a big, like long haired freakish looking person and that's how i met the president of the united states <laughs> twice we met him twice <laughs> i remember so uh, and we're sitting in the 50 yard line i mean terrific seats yeah. 50 yard line and we know and it's bill clinton so bill clinton's on the other side he sits on the navy side we're on the army side, right? And then the, all the cadets line up. And so he's gonna walk across the field during halftime and sit on the army side. And we're sitting right on the aisle, right on the aisle. And I don't, I, I'm so, I'm like so jazzed up that I'm even there that I'm, that, yeah. and then I'm gonna meet, I'm gonna try and meet the president here. Uh, <laughs> we and, went from not going to meet, like having no idea we were going to this game to like, Eight hours later, we were shaking hands with the president. Most in people a garbage know bag. In, in a garbage, garbage bag. I think I was given a scarf. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Probably. So this is so this is the last part of the story, and then we can move on from this. But I really, it's just such a great memory that I have of being with you and your 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 folks and your family and everything. 
Um, so I, the president is coming up the line uh, and, and he's shaking everybody's hands. And I go, I'm thinking in my head, okay, I want to like say something. I want to like make him laugh or something. Like that. <laughs> I want to oh, yeah. say something good that he remembers. So I go, okay, I got it now. He's, I got it. This is it. So he shakes my hand and I go, you're on the right side now, Mr. President. Which is the lamest line that you could ever say. But so, and he just kind of, he's shaking everybody's. Do you remember the handshake, Jay? Yeah, it was, like it was very like, and very, was light. very limp. Yeah. yeah, you remember too. I do. Yeah, it made an impression clearly. <laughs> I, I wonder if they did that. I mean, now thinking about it, I wonder if he did it on purpose. So that like, because if you give firm handshakes, like just think about like, you you give it right back right so yeah. if he had to do that 600 times in an hour that'd be yeah. ridiculous. so he's probably like you know what here you go take a fish yeah. Hold <laughs> on that fish. Up, right. so the end so the end is uh he does not react at all to my comment it's because it's a lame comment but no he probably that, not even listening to anybody talking to him and is focused on getting up the stairs and it's like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I gotta go. the the only consolation i have christy is i look to his right and the secret service person is laughing at what i said <laughs> <laughs> And, and I don't think he's laughing at what I said. I think he's laughing because I look like a complete fool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I said this really like stupid thing. It's so it's such a fun memory of mine. And you made that happen. Thank That's you so funny. much, Chris. You're welcome. It's funny that you guys still think so fondly of that and tell that story mm -hmm. you know, into adulthood. It's funny. Of course, yeah. Is is that the game that you and your family choose to forget because we were there? Or... No, I, I think it's great that I was able to call your house at six o'clock on a Saturday morning. You were like, "Yep, we're going," and you yeah. you got in the car, and he would remember it like you know, just like I think he would. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember that game. We drove down. It was this, that, and the other." Yeah. And you guys went every year. This was like a big deal. We do, yeah. yeah we still do. I mean, obviously, because of the seats you have. You right? still do. You still yeah, do. We, yeah. We obviously we didn't go this year. Uh, we went last year. Um, we tried when we went. When we were in Florida. We didn't make it one year because we were flying out of Panama City. It was snowing in Atlanta, so we weren't going to make our connection to get up to Philly. So they canceled our flights. And the whole time that we were in England, obviously, we didn't make it hop across the pond to go to a football game but right and when we went it was at the vet which was kind of cool too we saw yeah. one of the last games at the vet yeah mm. yeah before they tore it down yeah before it fell under its own weight <laughs> you know the uh, so there's another part to that story too that i have which is i was at a family party a few months later no it was christmas time so it must have been a few weeks later yeah. and somebody said to me, it was my uncle's friend. Uh, somebody said, hey, I saw you at the Army-Navy game. And I said, what? He said, I saw you at the Army-Navy game and you were shaking hands with the president. <laughs> and he was in the crowd and he had seen me on the big screen. Oh, how funny. <laughs> oh, man. And he was like, hey, that's Joe. <laughs> <laughs> In that crazy hat and a garbage bag. 
Uh, <laughs> let's take it back. Let's do a little, let's take it back to the beginning here. Cause I want to, I mean, there's a lot of things that we didn't know about Chrissy because you showed up to high school, you showed up to Strasburg in what grade? Sophomore year. Sophomore year, relatively new. And where were you before then? Minnesota. Oh, that's right. You, mm-hmm. As soon as you said it, I was like, yes. Yeah. I remembered that I, part. I got called in Minnesota for a while. And why, what would, what, what, uh, what caused the move? My dad took a job down in Easton. He worked for General Mills and then he uh, took a job with a little consulting firm instead. Oh. Changed his mind. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, and it's so, uh, and then you stayed there until until we graduated, and then you moved. Yeah, because and ironically, at graduation, he was like, "Yeah, and we're moving back. We're gonna go back to Michigan." I was like, "Oh, okay." And you know, as as an eighteen year old just right from high school, like I guess I'll follow my parents because I hadn't at that point, honestly, I hadn't decided where I wanted to go or what I wanted to do. So I just was like. All right, I'll go with you. Yeah. So uh, you were there. So you basically you were in Stroudsburg for three years. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. I mean, because uh, Jay, we were talking before the program, and Jay had the question: How did you become so popular in such a short period of time? Yeah, <laughs> yes, I don't know that. I had. See, I would not look at it like that. I- <laughs> You're on student council. You got to know people. People have to like you. You got to know people. Let me ask. Yeah. <laughs> I was bored and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I played soccer and I went to student council. I joined, what did I, what else did I do? The Model UN. And I don't know. I just. So we, I was flipping through the yearbook and there was, uh, there was French club. So oh, you probably, French yeah, club. I did French. Yeah. French club. And then there was volleyball. I think yeah. that was a big oh thing. that was fun i forgot about that i forgot about that. that was fun did we, we had to go somewhere else for that where did we have to go we played at the ymca yeah in the racquetball courts right yeah that's you play yeah. volleyball it's indoor volleyball on a racquetball yeah. court yep it's really fun here's what i thought mo- volleyball was volleyball in a pool and then <laughs> they replaced the v with a w because it was in water that's how ignorant I was of volleyball. Were you hoping to see girls in a bathing suit? Is that what it was? <laughs> you're a high school boy, you're like, all right, let's go to this girl for me. You know me, I, I was always in the friend zone at all times. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's an interesting thing. How, how did we become friends? Do Because Joe and I have a theory or discussion, but I don't remember like... I remember knowing who you were, but then all of a sudden we were just hanging out and we were like, yeah, it's Christy. We like, we hang out with her. She's great. But I don't remember like how that all occurred. Were you just that charming that you just would just took us all the yes. school by storm? And Yes. <laughs> um, no, I think it was the high school boyfriend, Bernie, who was friends with Ted Kahn. If I'm, if I'm tracking right. Oh, and Bernie. Became, yeah. Bernie. Bernie, what's his, uh, what was Bernie his Secura? Secura, yeah. They were in the drum line together. Yep. And so. Bernie was, was on my baseball dad. team. He, he what? Bernie was on my baseball team. Oh. My little league team. That's when okay. I first met him. So I think, and you guys were pretty close with Ted, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he's listening, yes. Yes. <laughs> he went to parties at Ted's house. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Parties at Ted's house. It's yeah. be that and then class. I don't know. 
Student so, have to call maybe? I don't know. There was, so it's surprising when I look at the pictures in the yearbook, we were in like four clubs together. Yeah, that's probably what uh, it was. And then also there was another boyfriend though, I think. Probably. Uh, that was uh, Spiro. Spiro was a close. Oh, that's what it was. It was Spiro. Okay. Yeah, I think so that's what it was. It was Spiro. That makes yeah. more sense now. That makes so, more sense. Spiro, who we were very good friends with. And yes. then somehow, instead of inviting him to the game, you invited us to the game. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys were more fun. wouldn't have cared at all. He would have been like, no, I'm going to be. I, actually, I wouldn't have been able to talk to his mother. So. <laughs> She wouldn't, have woken him up to, she wouldn't have woken him up to get him. I mean, well, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Every Why time you called their house. <laughs> Why are you calling? No. <laughs> it's been a sleep thing. Yeah. <laughs> he needs sleep. <laughs> uh, she was the sweetest lady, by the way. She was the sweetest about. lady. Yeah. Always fed a shrimp uh, yeah. and salmon after school. It was great. Oh, she's uh, so... <laughs> um so one of the clubs that i was looking at uh that i saw i realized that i was a member of the club only because i looked at the picture in the yearbook because i didn't remember being a part of it at all and that was key club and i guess jay was a part of key club as well and you were in key club uh, yeah what, what, what the hell is oh you don't know either so I, I have a vague recollection. I mean, it was had something to do with the Kiwanis Club of Stroudsburg. So we were supposed to like volunteer for things and somehow Rotary was in the title. I don't know. I remember they had really cool t-shirts and. Uh, <laughs> Which is basically why you join a club is to get the. Yeah, I don't know. Get the swag. The only volunteering that I did was um, in the elementary school next door with Mr. White's wife, who was the, she taught like the special ed kids. She would have kids pulled out to work with small group of math and things. I would go and work with Mrs. White in the elementary school, which was next door. So was that Maury interns? Mm -hmm. Is that what it was called? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a yeah, picture. I wouldn't remember the elementary school, but yes. Yeah. That's not the only volunteering you did because you were part of the student council. Oh, and yeah. the student council did the buddies program. Oh, okay. You remember the buddies program? It, it was similar to going to Maury. Okay. But we went to, I think we went to Ramsey and Clearview. That was spearheaded by you, Joe. You created that, right? Am I right in that? Well, I, you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very yeah. good boy, Joe. You know, I I like to help kids, you know, that don't uh, <laughs> don't have a lot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Uh, that was a fun time. And uh, actually, I think I have in one of I came across a, a, a photo album and there's a picture of everybody who was involved in buddies. And I, re I do remember you being there. I think it was a picture at like. Ramsey or Clearview. Yeah, the name sounds familiar, but I don't have any specific recollection of that. Who did you hang out with mostly when you were in when you were in high school? Oh my god, it changed. I think year to year. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because 
It started with, um, it was Mike Brasso and Scott Bordigan. Oh, those guys are great. Uh -huh. I like those guys. So it started with that group. And then after that, I don't remember. There, well, it must have been gone to Bernie and then, God, I sound terrible in this. And I just follow boys around. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't sound terrible. <laughs> Bring your friends. It's, it's took Sarah Reed to the football game. Sarah <laughs> Reed. Yeah, and I was I was real close with with Heather and Sarah and Viv, and so they kind of spanned a big group of people too between the three of them. Wait, Heather, who's Heather? Heather who? Heather Stevens. Yes, thank you. Vivian Claus. Yeah, Viv Claus and Sarah Reed. Sarah Reed. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sarah Reed. Uh, we talked on the phone once, Sarah Reed and I, and we basically were just on the phone watching Jaws together. It was a very, I, I really enjoyed the conversation. <laughs> I could just, I mean, I know you and you love Jaws. Were you, pro Jaws. Were you just explaining Jaws the whole time, Sarah Reed? Okay, this is what he does with the camera when he does she the was, Zoom close-up. She was probably indulging me the whole time. <laughs> Can he please stop talking about Jaws? <laughs> uh, I can't wait to get Sarah Reed on here. Yeah, I want to. I got. I got sparked a memory when we said Model UN. That was an interesting one that Kristen oh, brought up. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you go on the trip to Boston? Boston, yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was a crazy trip. What do you do? You remember anything about that trip? Vaguely. Uh, no, you have. I clearly you're thinking of something specific, and you'll have to remind me. I don't know that everybody. I don't even know if you were involved with this, Joe. But we we went out like at high school age. Uh, me and a few people. I can't remember exactly who Mia went. Mia was involved. You guys, you went to the pool. Yeah, no, we went to a restaurant, and wow. I know the restaurant because I used to live a block from it. And we went down in the basement because when I got to, when I grew up one night, I went to dinner. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the place that I came in high school. Oh, and I was bold enough to like order a couple bottles of wine and we drank some wine with dinner oh, and stuff I like that. that. No, mm -mm. Yeah. I was not involved with that either because yeah. uh, Joe never you, did that. You went to, you took this group of girls from Texas. Oh, that's what <laughs> it was. Yes. And they were like, Very you know, cool. Model UN is silly. You know, they, I think we were we were a part of like uh, we were a part of like a model trial, mock trial. Kind yeah, of. Mock trial yeah. trial. I remember that. And we yeah. did. We came up and it had something to do with clocks and time or whatever. There's a lot I, of clocks. Yes. Uh, but uh, but our opponents were this team was this team from Texas. Yeah, and they were like supermodels. They were super, <laughs> and they were also like super geniuses too. <laughs> I wasn't having. It. I didn't like it, so I didn't. I didn't want to go, or I wasn't invited. Either one, one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. White was very angry at you. Yes, Mr. he was. White was very angry at you guys showing up late, and uh, it was a bad experience. Uh, any details apart from the fact that I went terrible <laughs> made an impression on me <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, while while you were in Strasbourg, so we, we kind of covered who you dated and who you hung out with. Did you have any like jobs around the area? Did you work when you were in high school or anything? I did. Like um, I worked at for a little bit up at what at the outlet mall, a couple little stores in the outlet mall. Oh, the crossings. Yep. Uh, um, but then the longest job I had was at the diner up past Dave's tie-dye shop. Um, Dave's tie-dye shop. Tie-dye Dave's. <laughs> in fact. There was a, but there was a little diner up there. I forget the name of it. But I worked there for at least a year. I would do like Friday and Sunday nights. And wow. that was a fun job. I liked that job. Waitressing? You were or? serving. You uh-huh. were serving? Yeah, I was a server. Yeah. So. I didn't know that. That's pretty neat. Yeah. I were, I had a restaurant job in high school too, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I like it was good. And I, I, I waitress in college too, so it's kind of something that kind of went with me. So it's easy money. And first of all, you guys tell me that I'm a nice person. So <laughs> <laughs> is that what you need, Christy? <laughs> I do. I need a little <laughs> We're giving you emotional tips, right? <laughs> <laughs> So if you have, before we move on to like, you know, what, what happened to you, what your, your, what happened after Stroudsburg, what do you, what's the, what do you remember about the town? What do you remember about, you know, living there for three years? It was so different than where I grew up in Minnesota. It was just, it was, it was such a, it felt so far removed from because where I grew up in Minnesota was very much a suburb of Minneapolis and so it was you know much more suburban you know um and so coming out there you're just like okay you know in the country a little bit yeah um except for Mount Pocono High School which looked the college to me when we were because before we we went out my dad was working at Easton we were trying to figure out where they're going to buy a house and look we didn't even go in and talk to the counselors at Mount Pocono we tried to open and was like nope mm, and didn't even bother to go into I just looked too intimidating and so we went to, to Strasburg and one of the first things the counselor said to us as we're having our little talk and interview and whatnot and she was giving us legitimately like what you could buy drugs for because they were such a prominent factor because it was such an influence from New York City. I remember this plain as day because they were having such an influx of kids from New York City. They were bringing drugs and you could buy LSD for like three bucks a pop. The counselor is telling me and my parents this. We're just like... So, wait. You asked the question. You walk in the door and they go, hey, would you, do you guys need drugs? I'm yeah. a school counselor. Yeah. yeah. Was it like, oh. you can buy a yellow Steve for $3, wink, wink. Right. <laughs> I know. But it just, it was, just, it was just so far out of what we were used to. And it's like, oh, maybe we should have gone to the other school. But, you know, it was, I don't know, it was crazy. Like, that's the one thing I remember from our meeting. Once we got into it, it was, you know, it was fine. The country roads and going, I felt like I had a lot of freedom to mm-hmm. drive around and go, you know, after like football games, you go to Perkins or you go to the Snydersville Diner or you go, you know, you go and hang out. And I think maybe my parents felt like it was such a smaller town that they gave me that freedom to do that. Yeah. Which was great. I think, you know, it let me, you know, it lets you grow up and learn and yeah, 
you know, be, have some autonomy. So. But I also think like being, coming into a place for three years in your, in those formative years, I always, I always thought you put like, you were like really self-possessed, like you were like an independent kind of person. Oh. Uh, like you never like, you never uh, 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 felt like you needed to be a part of any crowd or you never, you, you never, I, I thought there was a lot of integrity to you. Well, thank you. <laughs> so this, we either ruin lives on this show or we lift them up. <laughs> There's no in between. It's funny that you have that impression because I just, I, I don't know, moving somewhere new, especially at that stage of your life where it's, you know, life is all about social life. You don't know anybody. You hear the new person. You're just like, mm -hmm. oh boy. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. You just, you try to make your ways. I honestly, it's probably still my outlook now that I just, there's not a whole lot I can do about it. I can't, I can't change this over here. So we're just going to do what we can with it and move forward. And yeah. you can. So did you find Stroudsburg like generally a welcoming place? Like were people friendly and, or, or, yeah. or, or did you have a hard time? No, I I didn't have a hard time making friends. It was fine. It was, it was good. You know, I still talk to people from there. So clearly, you know, I made lasting friendships. So um, it wasn't something where it's like, Oh man, I, I'm so glad we left there. And like, I, I don't, I couldn't, I don't have to go back ever. That's, I don't have that memory or feeling about it at all. Yeah. Uh, do you keep in touch with anybody? Um, yep. Heather was in my wedding actually. Um, Heather Stevens. Stevens. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, would she want to be on this show? Because I would love to have her on. I went to Ramsey Elementary School with Heather Stevens. Yeah, yeah. She yeah, she was at my wedding and I went to hers. And I, I talked to Vivian fairly. I mean, Vivian. I, yeah, I talked to Viv. I talked to Sarah a little bit. But yeah. That's really cool. That's really yeah. good. And I mean, through the, the joys of social media, you see what other people are doing. But, you know, you don't talk directly with everyone but it's it's fun like i mean i love that you guys are doing this because it's fun to see where people are at and try to piece together what they're doing and where they've been and right again i feel i feel a little nosy but i really want to know <laughs> <laughs> so that i think that's one of the things one of the reasons why we do why we wanted to do this is that like social media it just isn't enough isn't enough yeah. like we really just want to we we cared about the people that we were with at that time and we want to know more about them. And yeah. it's not just their pictures of the food that they're eating on that day or, you know, where, they, where they're traveling to or whatever. So you would say, now, I'm just curious because I want to know this, like, one of the reasons I wanted to start this project is, like, how did everyone view the high school experience? Because we know that not everybody really liked it. I think Joe and I are kind of in agreement. We had a lot of fun. It sounds like you had, like, you remember it fondly. And I'm, I'm wondering, like, is Stroudsburg just a great, like, was it a, did we get lucky? Was it a good place to, to kind of do it all? I, I think it was good. It was, I mean, it treated me well. I don't know if that's a factor of how I look at life or just how I happen to fall into the social structure of, you know, the high school hierarchy, because that can be a terrifying place. But, you know, for, I, I felt like I was welcomed and I had friendships and you know, it was good. It, I, I, I bounced around a lot, but I think I do that even in my adult life. I, you know, a lot of people everywhere, it, you know, a lot of friendships everywhere, you're not, you know, pigeonholed into one place. 
Yeah, so I kind of I'm interested in that now. So Jay, do you have any other questions about like the past, you know, high school and stuff, the past? I kind of want to know. I do want to get into the future. There are some quick things I want to clear up in the yearbook. Oh. <laughs> what was the the Horde Festival? Oh yeah, that's oh, a good I question. That one. It was like a knockoff um, Woodstock or what's the other one? Lilith Fair. Huh? <laughs> not no, not Lilithair. <laughs> no, the, the, the big, big one, one? Lollapalooza. Yeah. yeah, the last one, Lollapalooza. It's like a knockoff Lollapalooza, I think. So Christy wrote in her yearbook. One of her best memories was the Horde Festival. Oh, now that's coming back to me. Yeah, yeah I can't remember that at all. Yeah, and you're who did, did you go to that with somebody? I mean, it was like a high school. Probably. Yeah, and it was one of those like this is my first real concert experience sort of thing. Probably. Yeah, I think it was down like in Allentown and. Um, oh no, Christy! It was in Connecticut. Connecticut is what you wrote in the yearbook. It wasn't really. You know, you probably were taking some of that Stroudsburg LSD. It was. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was three dollars. It was only three bucks. So you mean three bucks? Three bucks for it. You're stupid not to. <laughs> and then my second question is: Your worst memory was being chased and threatened by people at McDonald's. Oh, yes, I yes, I remember this like it was yesterday. We were it was with Mark Miller and Mike Barrasso and Scott Bordian. We were in Mark's car, and we were in the McDonald's as you do as you know a high schooler on a Friday or Saturday or whatever night. And they got into it with some other older adult twenty something person. And they chased us out. We hopped in this car and they smashed in the window with a baseball bat. Like we drove to the police station because we thought that was like the only place we'd be safe. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, like they chased wow. us in the car all the way after they smashed in the window with the baseball bat. Yeah. What, what were you guys talking about? Why did it get yeah. so heated? I heard the boys, you know, spout their mouth off about something. Who knows? And you just were a silent bystander the whole time. I completely. That's, yeah. oh my gosh. And they smashed, were you sitting next to the window? Did like glass go all over you? My, maybe, I don't know. I was in the back seat and they smashed in the window. Yeah, you should interview Mike Brasso. He would know, he was in the car or Mark Miller. He might know, it was his car, it was Mark's car. Those guys are the nicest guys, by the way. Mm -hmm. I love right. those guys. They're good guys, uh, yeah. And, uh, and Barrasso and uh, Mark Miller, Mark Miller, I don't, I've never really hung out with him too much, but in my later years, uh, you know, I, I saw him at bars and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I was an old friend of Brendan Galligan's and he's a good friend of, I think he's a good friend of Mark Miller's. And so mm -hmm. we'd see each other. And I just think he's just, he's just such a great guy. Yeah. Uh, and I see, and that's one of the cool things about social media too, is like, I see him and his family. I don't yeah. know if you're f friends with him on, the Facebook yeah. or whatever, but him and his family and Beth Gassimasima and, and their, Joe's their, sister, right? Is that his sister? Uh, that was Joe's sister. Yeah. Joe's, sister. Joe's little sister. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they got these cute like little kids. And, kids now? What's that? It's like four or five kids now. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. I think it's three boys and a girl. I think they, I think Beth just had a girl. I think you're right. Wow. Uh, I have one more question from the past and then i want you to take us through to the future uh and you don't have to answer this one if there's not a good answer or if you don't want to give the answer uh was there anyone that you like 
had a crush on or was like a nemesis of yours? Like, did you have like an enemy that didn't know it? Like they're always, or, uh, or somebody that you had a crush on? Like oh, that's a great question. two extremes and you can answer both or you can answer none. It's fine. No, no, not really. It doesn't surprise me. I can't imagine yeah. you like, you know? Yeah. Nope. Okay, so what happened after high school? I have like eight nemeses that I remember. <laughs> One of them was me. That was his best friend. Don't leave me alone. So bring us, uh, tell us what happened. Because honestly, when I thought about doing this and hanging out, with, like talking to you, I was like, I feel like a terrible friend because I have no idea what happened to you after high school. I literally have no clue. Like I know what happened on Facebook, like in the last 10 years. But yeah. I literally like no idea where you went, what happened, what school you went to, yeah. what you majored in, where you lived. Yeah, I, I followed my parents moved out to Ann Arbor. My dad took, <laughs> took another job out there um, working for a big different engineering company. Um, and I did one year at Michigan State and just I didn't like it. Didn't It was not a good fit for me. It was too big. I was kind of drowning in that. And then, so I, I transferred out to Western Michigan in Kalamazoo. Okay. And I got a degree in education, elementary education. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, which I never really used, but you know. Cause I want to say the yearbook said you something about Penn state and engineering. Yeah. I want, I started I, after, again, when we, when we moved, I did start at Michigan state and I, um, I started, I did want engineering and I just, cause I always loved going with my dad to work cause he's an engineer and he worked for General Mills for a long, like my whole childhood. So I'd go to work with him and see all the assembly lines and all the stuff coming off. And I just thought that was really cool. But and, you know, when you get into it a little bit, it just wasn't, and I'm sure it was a culmination of all of the, you know, new place, big school, not knowing how to manage all of it. And it just, again, I, I was drowning in such a big university and I just, I just, Michigan State or Western was much smaller. And so I went out there and switched to elementary education, which was an influence from Mrs. White from working the, um, the Maury, uh, the Maury, yeah, volunteering. Yeah. Um, and so I did that and I got my degree and that is where I met my husband. Okay. Well, at, at Kalamazoo. Mm -hmm. In Kalamazoo. Okay. Yeah. At Western Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he went to school there or? He did. Yep. Um, he, he's uh, three years older than I am. So he had done uh, five years in the Navy and got out and was going to college to get his degree. And uh, funny enough, I was working as a waitress again. And he was, he was one of those guys that kind of came in with some, cause he worked at an aviation company at the airport while I was going to school and you would come in with some guys from work and I was working and we just, you know, he was sitting at the bar and kind of started chatting and headed off. And so he picked up the waitress. They picked the waitress. Yeah. But it's funny because at this restaurant, there are three of us that were working and we are all married to guys that worked at Duncan aviation. We we're all married, you know, 20 odd years down the road with kids and there were, you know, three of us. <laughs> <laughs> met and married guys that worked at the same company and we all worked there at, at the restaurant. Now, as we've already established, your father is military. Did you, did you see yourself dating someone military? No, I mean, it's not like something I would seek out. No, it just so yeah. happened that way. Like it did. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, and which is a happy surprise, right? I mean, you, you probably had a lot to, somewhat in common, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, it makes it easy to start a conversation. Right. You know, have a base commonality, I guess. Yeah. So you met, uh, and what's his name? I'm sorry. Kevin. Kevin, so you met Kevin in this bar and you were yep. waitressing. Yep. Okay, and, uh, and so what happened then after that? And wait, wait, where were you? What town was this? We were in Kalamazoo at Western Michigan. Kalamazoo. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's because your parents were there. And she was going to school there. Yeah, I was going to, be, I was going to school at Western and, and Kevin was too, yeah. At Western, okay. And what, yeah. what drew you to Kevin? Is there something like, did he, was he a persistent person or like the first time you walked in and started talking well, to you? you I didn't want to date him at all. And he just, you know, it's very... He's very pushy. <laughs> he just wore you down <laughs> until you could. He did. He wouldn't go away. And I'm like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the you know it was the end of college, and I it was one of those you're getting like I was approaching senior year, and like, well, I don't. My my parents at that point had moved down here actually to Georgia. It's like, well, I have no family, no ties to here at all. My brother was was he working for Ford at that point? My brother was working for Ford, but that was, you know, clear across the state. And so I was going to, you know, get my degree and then move down to Georgia and, you know, where I at least had someone that I knew. So. Right. And that's, so that's not what happened. What, so you, you met Kevin and you guys got married in Michigan or? Well, we did. Yeah, we, um, no, we, we did get married in Michigan. <laughs> His degree is basically is airline pilot science basically has a degree of being an airline pilot. Okay. But he was also graduating the year after September 11th um, when there were no, everyone was being furloughed. There were no pilot jobs. There was nothing. And so, um, um, you, you know, having a lot of discussions about it, you know, you're following enough in your relationship and you're thinking about the future and talking about where you want to be and do, you know, go do things. Um, I was like, well, I, you know, I know I can get a job in Georgia as teacher, they like the, the schools in the South were recruiting out of Western. Western Western is a big um, teacher school, so they they have a good a big education program. Mm -hmm. And Kevin's like, well, uh, I'll go talk to a recruiter and see if I can get like a guard job and work as a as a flight instructor and just kind of build up my hours because at this point it's going to take a long time to build up enough hours, especially with the guys being furloughed with everything happening in the world to be able to get this airline job that I've just spent the last few years getting a degree for. Um, so he went and talked to the recruiter and basically the recruiter talked him into the fact that he could go be active duty again, not just a reserve or a guard member. And so he came back from talking to the recruiter and we talked about it and it's like, well, sure, go for it. Why not? And um, he had to take a test and be accepted and do all this, that, and the other. And, you know, long story short, he, he got accepted to the program and went through officer training and got a pilot slot and did all that. So he, you know, he was in Air Force pilot. Wow. Uh, it's one of the reasons, I think it's one of the reasons why I like catching up with folks, because I think there's so many stories like that. I think uh, because of that, and, and it's, it, it has to do with that, that event that, that yeah. happened too, that, that it just affected so many different things. Changes your uh, life, makes you take a, you know, a turn in the road or turn fork in the road. Yeah, 
And it happened at a moment that is like super pivotal to people who graduated in 1997. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yep, cause you're graduating from college in 2001 to whenever you happen to be able to be done, yeah. Right, you're just like starting out after that. Yeah. And then the whole world changes in that, in that yeah. one day. It's really, really incredible. Yeah. So, uh, so that, so that's what moved you down to, um, I want to say it was Georgia. Uh, that's it, no, that's not what moved us down there. No. <laughs> it's a long sort of story. So he went through pilot training in Columbus, Mississippi and actually used an education degree. I worked at, uh, at a Catholic school the whole time he was there, ran their after school program. And, okay. But their pilot training is, sorry. Are you Catholic? I am actually. Yeah. You grew up Catholic. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. So uh, Mississippi, you were in Mississippi. You worked at yeah. a Catholic school. He was going to school there. Uh, and then what happened? And then that was about a year and a half we were there. And then based on the plane that he got, we moved to Goldsboro, North Carolina, which is just east of Raleigh, about an hour or so towards the coast. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 How was that? What was that like? Oh, uh, I mean, I wouldn't call it a vacation destination. <laughs> um. So at, at this point you were sort of like following his career around and you were like, yeah, absolutely. We got, we got married when he was in pilot training Okay. in 2003. Gotcha. 2003. Yep. And, but did you get married in Mississippi then? Oh, wait. We got married in Michigan because Kevin is from outside of Detroit. His whole family is from there. And so we got married. We got married up there. Yeah, in Detroit. And did you have a good wedding day? Was that really fun? We did. Yeah, it was good. I mean, we got married at a beautiful Catholic church downtown and then went out and had a you know great reception and it was good. I remember, so I remember my wedding day as just like one of the funnest days ever. It was so fun, just yeah. so fun. It was good, yeah. yeah. So fast forward a little bit, you ended up in England for a while, is that right? Or you were overseas or? Yeah, so we went Mississippi to North Carolina, then out to Idaho. Oh, Idaho, what's yeah. that like? It was fantastic actually. We were about an really? hour in Boise. Yeah, it was amazing, it was great. Wow. Yeah, it was it was his first operational assignment, and we moved there, and our son was six months old, and we, it was a quick, short little tour. It was only like two and a half years, so we had a we had a baby when we got there. He deployed. We had a baby when we left, and it was <laughs> holy cow! <laughs> what, yeah. what? Why did you like it so much in in Idaho? What was so great about it? And Boise is a really cool city. Like it's. It's so walkable and nice, but there's so many cool restaurants and you're right at the foothills of the mountains. And we used to take weekend trips up to Sun Valley or up to McCall and Brundage, or we did squadron ski trips down to Park City. And it just was, we were about, you know, a three hours drive from Hood River, Oregon. This location was phenomenal. And we really tried to take advantage of all that. We got to remember that, Joe. That's a boys' trip weekend, right there. We do, boys yeah, yeah. That's not a destination that you, that you would think that you'd want to go to. But yeah, no. Boys is recommendation: yeah. when things open up, I'm going to boys. Yeah, boys. Yeah. yeah. So we went back to North Carolina, and then we were in England. Yeah. 
So where can we move back to Goldsboro or no? Yeah, we go back to Goldsboro uh, where Kevin, he was an instructor. Oh, okay. And by this point, we've got a one-year-old and a three-year-old and I'm just chasing babies and making sure everyone is clean and fed and not killing anybody. Uh, and did you enjoy motherhood? Because I've always like, I have a kid and I like the first four years were just rough. Like I like everything after year four is outstanding, but it's just no fun. Like I get it. I, I mean, I love my kid, but <laughs> uh, it wasn't great. Like the first three years were like, oh God, he's still doing this, huh? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it was like when we were in Idaho, it was, we lived in this little neighborhood and like a third of our squadron lived in the neighborhood. So when the guys deployed, it was just the spouses and all the kids. And so you just, you really get together all the time and you really become this little mini family out there and you're going, you know, you're taking care of each other because most all of us were really far from anybody that we knew. Oh, that's kind of neat. So, you know, you're, you're doing what you can to survive and not lose your mind. And <laughs> you just, you get to know that some of my best friends now are women that we lived with when we were in Idaho, when I was, 25 six years old so oh, that's so cool yeah that makes sense makes yeah. makes a lot of sense. all the military yeah. wives kind of come together and support yeah. each other there yeah and it's the same in north carolina where you know it's you're so active in the squadron and you get to know it you know it's not expected but it helps social lives and just life in general if you get to know the people that your husband works with and the spouses and the squadron do a really good job of they do a first Friday every month. So everyone gets together and you come to the squadron and you socialize and it's kid friendly and they do big bounce casts for the kids. And, you know, at that point kids were in preschool. And so you're just, you're doing the normal kind of toddler preschool kid run back and forth. And right. And what year, uh, what years were this? The, the, so when you were in Idaho, that was 2005 to 2008. Oh, okay. And then Goldsboro. Goldsboro yeah. for how long? 2008 to 2011. Oh, 11. It's three, three, three years ago. There's still three and a half years. Yeah. And then you uprooted it all and went overseas. And then we went to England. Yep. And that was, that was fantastic. Kevin did an exchange with the RAF. So you got to go fly on their jets. Oh, wow. So we were completely immersed in like this little British village. And he was in a British squadron. The kids went to British schools and it was, it was fantastic. Oh, that sounds amazing. It was amazing. Like to this day, my kids are like, I want to move back to England. You know, it's been six years or eight years, but they want to go back there. Did your kids develop an accent? Cause they were like, Really? They did? Oh my gosh. Because when we got there, they were four and six. Right. That's what I was thinking. So they went through all of, you know, primary elementary school in England because they did four school years there. Oh my goodness. And so it kind of started, you know, like a pre-K and Braden was in first grade. So when we came back, they were third grade and fifth grade. I, I want to know so much about this. <laughs> so you lived in a tiny English village. Where, where were you in England? Uh, we were pretty much in the middle of the country. Um, okay. If you go from, if you look at London, you go north of that by 150 miles or so. So were you the only Yanks in town, kind of the, that sort of thing? There were, there were a couple of families because there were others on exchange. But for, I mean, mostly, I think there were three American families 
in the village yeah and that's just, i didn't know that that's a thing that like the raf and the air force did they just said yeah hey, let's swap for a little bit well and they do it with the australians there were some there was a, there was an australian couple that we got really really close with and yeah that's amazing and uh was it the same so you made good friends over there with english couples what uh yeah. what was the like what was the biggest difference about living there what like struck you about being in england where we lived there was nothing of convenience oh really yeah even worse um, than stroudsburg coming from minneapolis yeah I mean, like <laughs> there were you we walked everywhere the kids we they were a block and a half from school we were two blocks from the main street where the restaurants were and the grocery store and i would frequently we would just walk or ride your bike to get groceries and all those kinds of things and like the biggest town that was close to us was maybe a 30 minute drive. Um, but yeah, it was, it was good. It was the, but there were no drive-throughs and the grocery store was only open from like 11 to two on Sunday. And you had to make, you had to book into dinner anywhere you went, no matter what day of the week or time, because that's how restaurants are in England. You just, you have to make a reservation regardless. Mm -hmm. If you showed up and they didn't have any tables, then you couldn't go to dinner there that night. Oh, wow. They just they were like, no, we've got all of our tables are booked all night. Sorry. What about the pub? Could you just go and sit down at the pub if you want? You could go to the pub, yes. But if you want a table, then that's different. Gotcha. Yeah. It reminds me of a conversation that I had one time with, uh, with Spiro, actually. Uh, I told him about Calandra's in uh, Nazareth. Remember that uh, mozzarella shop? It was a cheese shop. Uh, and, uh, and I said, Oh, I, you know, Jay showed me this cheese shop. Uh, and, and he said, he said, it was this question. Oh, that's where you get your cheese. <laughs> All the cheese. Like, like that's the, like you would go, it's, it's just seems like old, old world, like yeah. Europe, like, like you go to this shop to get your, you get your meats and you go to this shop to get your cheese and you go to this job shop to get your shoes cobbled or whatever. A little. Yeah. I mean, we was had, a like? shop, we had a little grocery shop and there was the farm stands and where we lived, it was very much farm country. Like we were surrounded by farms. And so there was fresh, fresh vegetables and whatever the harvest was in all the local grocery stores and the farm stands and the butcher would have a little section of, vegetables and just like all the little delis and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh so then it was uh, and then it was it was england and then where where to then after that what happened so you were there for three years and that was 2011 to 2014 15 we were there for four years four yeah. years okay and then we went to kansas to fort leavenworth oh wow leavenworth now that's a huge that's a huge installation. It, it? it is. Yeah. Um, they do. The army does all of their schools there. And so Kevin did an exchange with the army and did his major level school there. Um, and that was, that was fantastic. We lived on post, we lived in the old infantry barracks. And so it was like a U shaped, it was like college again, but as adults, you kind of live in the, in the fishbowl. Um, there, oh, wow. there were four apartments per building and with a common courtyard. So we would, and we had, um, the cool thing about Leavenworth is that they do, they bring in a lot of international families to do exchanges to the school there. So one of our neighbors 
for a Spanish family. So we would do like Wednesday night tapas and then a Saturday night bar or um, bonfire. And it was just very communal and you got to know your neighbors and, you know, Kevin lived, he, the classes where he went to were a half mile across the street and the kids went to base school for a year. And for us, it was a great transition back to America <laughs> because coming from such a, you know, a long time in England in a, such a tiny village coming into a place where you're living essentially in a little village again, and there's a lot of international people and there's a lot of people that are only there for a year. We're only there for 11 months because he did one school year. So the kids okay. there too, but there's so many people that did that too. So it wasn't uncommon. It was a great transition back to the States for us. And I, I'm, I'm getting a sense that that's what you appreciate about, about living is like, is that you're in community with other people that yeah. you have people around and there's a community there. Yeah. 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 Getting to know the people that you live with and making those friendships and just experiencing, you know, yeah, we, we have great friends from every place that we've lived, people that we still try to talk to on a regular basis or go on a trip with, or they come and see us or we go and see them from every place we've lived. That's funny because I've, I've never gotten a call or an invite to do anything. <laughs> you're on the face of the earth and now you're i remember you living in stroudsburg for a while for a while that was, that was a nice school it's different was... <laughs> well, it's funny. we moved to florida and i was really close to joe not that close but a little bit <laughs> you were is that where you ended up after kansas yeah, we went to uh, after 11 and so that was Panama City. So that was like, uh, that's probably five hours, four or five hours from me. Probably, yeah. Because I think for us to go to Disney, I think it was like five. Yeah, yeah. And what did you think of uh, that area? <laughs> uh, we just alienated people. No one from that area is going to watch our show. I don't know. There's, have, you heard what it's, have you ever heard what it's called? Like the... Heard what it's called? Yeah, right, like the Panhandle of Panama City and all that. Yeah, tell us. I mean, what is it? What is it called? I don't know. The these. Riviera. The what Riviera? What? The Redneck Riviera. Oh, Redneck Riviera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was great. The beaches are beautiful, um, but it's very affordable, and so you get a lot of people that drive down from Georgia and Alabama, Mississippi, and go on vacation there. Um, so in that particular area, it was in Bay County is a, it's a fairly poor county to start with because there's, it's a heavily on the tourist income and then to the Air Force Base, which we're coming with base, you know, that those are the two main incomes for the area. And so that's a lot of transition for that. Yeah. There's not a lot of substance to the workforce. A lot of people are coming and going all the time. So it just, you know, it's not. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you won't, uh, I live in Florida. I've lived in Florida for since 2012, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and I have mixed emotions about it. I love my little spot here. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, it's a great, it's a great place. Great house. It's, it's awesome. Uh, and there's little patches of it that I do really yeah. like. Uh, and then, but like, there's an overall feel to it. That is, mm -hmm. that is, uh, that's different. It's just different from how I grew up. <laughs> okay. So on the radio every day when I was going to work, there was on the morning show, they had a segment called that's so Florida. So they would, they okay. would find 
three news articles that someone got arrested, did something wrong, and you had to try to figure out which one. And they were just atrocious. And one of them was inevitably from Florida. And it's like, and that was the segment was called That's So Florida. And they're like, yep, that's about right. That, that makes sense. And most of them, you probably know where this is, came out of the villages. Yeah, yes. yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm amazed you guys did that so close to Florida. I mean, we have that in New England, but I thought that that was just a New England thing. But apparently, the whole country makes fun <laughs> yeah, of Florida. Yeah, I'm sure. No, I yeah. mean, there is there are certain Floridians who are self-aware here. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Christy, but I would say you guys the one of the hurricanes hit you guys pretty good, right? Hurricane Michael came through when we were there our last year. What was that like? Category five destroyed everything hurricane in, you know, yeah. Did you guys bail and were you out of town? We got here to where my parents are um, because we lived on the water and all military was, they gave evacuation notice. So it was mandatory evacuation for Kevin and then based on where our house was. Um, Mm. Yeah, we left and we we knew we made the right call when our neighbors that had been there for 30 years, they're like, yeah, we're going to evacuate too, which in the people that they never evacuated, they left too. And you're like, okay, we yeah. made the right call. And it was, it was yeah. horrific. It was just, it, it flattened Taylor Air Force Base. Any, there was no base housing that was livable after the hurricane. They, anybody who was living in base housing, they moved to, on to their next post. Yeah. And you were in base housing? We weren't. No, we, we owned you were not okay gotcha um well, that's even worse so you bought you owned a home that yeah. was destroyed uh no we were we were fairly lucky we just have a, had a little bit of damage so we were able to um kevin actually did all the repairs because we didn't have quite enough to get a contractor want to come and deal with us and so i mean he wasn't going to work because there were you know like the the tower was destroyed the runways were tore up there were you know Nothing yeah. was functioning at Tyndale except for recovery. And so it was, you know, a blessing that he was able to one, do any of this and two, didn't have to go to work. Um, so he was able to repair all the little things that were damaged on our house. But I mean, we had that. It sounds like quite a guy. He's yeah, he's good. <laughs> I'll keep him around for a while. Um, so he he uh, you know. But like on our house, on our street alone, we had six houses torn down because there was that much damage. And that was our street, the next street, the one after that, anywhere in Panama City. And it didn't get any media attention because it wasn't the beach side. The beach was fine. There was a little bit of damage, but not a lot. And so that happened in October. So by Thanksgiving, people were going to the beach for... Thanksgiving, you know, Thanksgiving break, they go to the beach. They're like, oh no, Panama City's fully recovered. They're all good. And it's like, no, no, we need to go across the bridge. That's where people are living wow. with, you know, blue tarps in their roofs and in trailers in their front yard because their house is not livable or in tents. It's yeah. just. Remind us of what year this was. What, what year was that? Two years ago. Two years ago. Okay. Yeah. And so the repairs were made on the house. Yeah. Uh, and then what happened? Kevin retired from the Air Force. Wow. Oh, wow. He retired and we were able to sell the house. He got hired with Delta and we moved up here. 
because my parents live here, my brother lives here. Um, Braden was just going into high school, so it was that perfect time to to move. Okay, yeah. yeah. And Delta is the Georgia hub, right? That's uh, yeah, they're head- Atlanta hub. Atlanta, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's gonna fly. Like he started out out of New York. Okay. Yeah. How often does he fly? Uh, right now, he doesn't. Right now, he's does he's not doing it. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. He, gotcha. um, because he was low man in the totem bowl, he's part of that group of the bottom rung pilots that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and are unassigned. Um, so he is not flying at the moment. Yeah. I got to tell you, this past year is another moment like that. I think it's going to be another moment like that where it's, it's just going to change yeah, everything. It's been, it's been crazy because I was, when we were in Florida, I, um, I, I went back to school starting in England and then finished in Kansas for a residential design d- degree. And so I do interior design now. That's my, that's my job. Um, wow. I didn't, how did we skip that? That's incredible. Um, so the whole time in Florida, I, I, I worked at a firm in Florida. And so we did interior design down there and I was able to carry that up here and it just worked from home because most of the work I did for them was all on the computers, AutoCAD and specking, you know, furniture and this, that, and the other. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with coronavirus, it's like, well, they don't have any work either. So I don't have any work. But then that op- opened up an opportunity here in town to work for a design company where I can have my own clients and do what I work as much or as little as I want to and have complete freedom to, you know, be home for the kids or go to a school concert or do whatever needs to be done, you know. Oh, that's terrific. That's really great. I'm so important to, so how old are your kids now? They are 13 and God, Brayden will be 16 in March. Six so driving. Right? Yeah. He got his permit actually just before the world shut down last year in March. He got it in literally like that week. They didn't go back to school. So he got his permit and it was great because the roads were empty. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's go. All right, yeah. And so he <laughs> driving. Good way to learn. Yeah. Good way to learn. So he'll, he'll get, you know, he'll get his license uh, in March. So it'll be good. And McKenna's 13, eighth grade. And so uh, we had this conversation. Uh, we started this conversation before we actually started the episode, but you're in Georgia now. Uh, what town are you in Georgia? It's called Buford. We live northeast of Atlanta by about 45 minutes. Okay. So beautiful area. I mean, I've been up in that area. So I I like that kitschy town of Helen. Mm -hmm. That's a good town. And if you went to Helen, you literally drove right by my house. Oh, is that right? We live right off of 85 and you drove up into 85 to get there, I'm sure. So uh, it's just such a cool little town. uh, You know, it's supposed to be a replica of a you know, Bavarian city. It's just like, it's like a silly little town. And I, I love going there to have fun, but I, I love going there because it's just such a beautiful area in the North Georgia mountains. Just uh, so many great waterfalls and hiking trails and everything. It reminds me a lot of, of the Poconos, it does, but yeah. even bigger. Yeah. Yeah. 
so we went up. So we went up during quarantine, during that when everything was shut down, nobody. And we're still kind of in. Uh, well, Florida's not <laughs> shut down up here. I was, say, we're I was down at market today in Atlanta at a big convention center. So. <laughs> <laughs> we went we we took a trip up there just a couple of months ago still just a beautiful beautiful area we went to we stayed in cleveland oh okay yeah. yeah yeah so we're we're positioned pretty perfectly between downtown atlanta and the mountains which is it's pretty good that's great that's great i have a question so you're an interior design now right so one like what where did that come from right you obviously didn't have that in mind when you were you were engineering then ed and now, and then at some point you, when you came back to Kansas, you said you wanted to do interior design. I started it in England. Um, oh, in England. Honestly, okay. if I had had my head like screwed on straight, like in high school and things, I probably would have be an architect now. Cause I love it. I love like floor plans and making things work like that. Um, it's just not something that, I don't know, as a 18, 19, 20 year old, I just didn't, you know, you don't didn't have my life sorted out. And so when you get down the road and you're like, what do I want to do? What do I enjoy? And I just really enjoy And it probably comes with having a new house every three years. You got to figure out what to do with it and how to make it feel like home. <laughs> you were like forced into being an expert. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So you gotta, you know, you gotta, just because it might be temporary, you don't own it or it's an apartment or whatever, you, you gotta make it feel like home and just, that's what you do. You, you make it work. So that leads me to another question that we have on our list of things we like to ask people. Is there anything that you like, if there's something you could tell the high school version of yourself, I know, like, I know you're very like level-headed and good, like you had a good head on your shoulders. You've always seemed to know what you want and like you made good decisions. Uh, but so that you may not have an answer for this, but if, if there is something that you could tell high school version of Christy, mm-hmm. Christy Tone, not Christy, if Christy Williams could talk to Christy Tone, would she tell her something specifically? Uh, take a gap year between high school and college and don't rush into college and rush into a major that you're like, well, I guess that sounds good. And just, you know, take some time and figure it out. And, you know, just because society tells you you have to go to college right away after high school doesn't mean you have to do it. Right. That's so true. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But if I didn't go through all those things that I went through, then I, you know, I probably wouldn't be where I am today either. So Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't look back with regret, but you know, you're telling high tell like talking to my kids now that are coming up on high school, like my, my high school sophomore is starting to get letters from college and it's like, Ooh, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's like, don't rush and do it just because the norm is to go to college right away. You don't, you don't have yeah. to. And also, I think like not all paths are final, right? Like, no. and you don't have to go to a four-year school. There's so yeah. many things you can do with your life that don't require that. But, you know, and you don't just have to do one thing. You could do something and then change your mind and do something else. You're a perfect yeah. example. Yeah. There's so many. There's so many things that you think about uh, if you when you if you have kids and they when they get into high school. There's so many things that you think about that uh, from your past that you just want to impart to them, yeah. isn't that Do you think that too? Like, I think I think more about, because I have two stepkids uh, and they're 13 and 15. Oh, okay. And, and they, they just, and I, I see them going through school and I know it's a completely different thing, 
but a lot of it is similar. And, and I just, I think a lot about the experience of high school, like what lessons I want to like impart to them. It's just, I don't know, it's, I feel like where we live is so different where we were in Stroudsburg too, though. And so it's, it's hard to, especially with COVID and then not being in school and you know, yeah. things are so, they're, they're similar, but they're so different. But I think about things that like things we just talked about and parties we went to and this, that, and the other. And I mean, I don't have freedom to do that. <laughs> Maybe because he's only a sophomore and he can't drive himself, but, and his girlfriend doesn't drive either. So I mean, that's what it is, but it's like, if he goes to a party, I'm dropping him off and I'm picking him up and you know, yeah 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 like i i i'm thinking of myself at 15 and i i think of myself as hey i'm swinging baby this is i'm i'm out of here jay come pick me up (laughs) (laughs) yeah i get scared don't you jay how old is your kid my kid's seven oh yeah Uh, so we're just getting rolling on the school we're in second grade yeah uh but i get like I think about how many times I did things that were perilous or like dangerous to my life. (laughs) And and that's like, oh my gosh, I'm, I hope my mother doesn't listen to this, but yeah, like, uh, I don't know that I could deal with that knowing that that happens. Like, I know my kid's going to do it. Right. Like, and how do you, or, or do you just deny it? Like, is it better to just go, okay, well, these are things I can't control or I can't control. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you just you set them up to know that uh, they can always call you no matter what. Right. Try to impart that on Braden. It's like, dude, I don't condone you going to a party and doing whatever stupid thing you're going to do. But if you find yourself in that position, please don't drive home. You know, call me, call grandpa, call your uncle Brian, call somebody else. Don't, you know, like you try to, I guess that's my thought. It's like, I, again, I know what kind of stupid things we did and it was, it was stupid, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I, maybe maybe we're painting ourselves in a darker light. Maybe maybe we are, but you know. Uh, I think we were fairly responsible. I think we. Well, what I can say is, I think all three of us came into eighteen, nineteen, twenty, like kind of ready to go, independent, and like we. It wasn't like we were sheltered or you know didn't know how to experience the world or how to deal with the world. Right. Like we were all all three of us like, yep, okay, this is. I mean, we had learning to do, but we weren't like, I definitely went to school with a couple kids and freshman year, they got there and they lost their mind. Because they never had freedom. Had, yeah, they never had yeah. freedom. They didn't know, you know, how to yeah. control, you know. Yeah. I would say that maturity comes only from meeting the president of the United States. <laughs> In his limp handshake. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a high note. I think oh wait uh I think that's uh I I mean we've been on we've been talking for an hour and a half now and so uh I think that's uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time Christy but uh, anything out of you guys yeah no 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 (laughs) is there because I mean Nate Pry had something he wanted to get off his chest and it was a shocker. Oh goodness. So um, I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there. That's if anybody has listened to the Nate Pry episode yet, it's a good one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> tell me, what was it? You got to listen. You gotta, oh, are you, no. you guys are you posting we, things already? 
Uh, no, not yet. No. Okay. We, well, sure. I mean, by the time people listen to this, it will sure. have been posted. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, I still am on the fence about whether or not that should be put out there. That's how, I, that's I'm how good it is. <laughs> I am concerned. Really? Is it like how he felt about something or some, like, there's some legal he implications. He did something oh. that could very, <laughs> that could get him into trouble. <laughs> okay. Interesting. No, I don't have anything like that. No. Nothing, nothing on your chest that you want to get off? No, of? I just, I have curiosity for where people are and what they're doing. Like, people you can't find on social media, and you're like, where are they? What are they doing? What do I know? So that's something we asked, Nate. Is there anybody that you want us to try to, like, track down? Or is there somebody you'd, want, you'd like to hear about? He, Nate mentioned Dan Ettenberg. And I was like, yeah, Dan would be Oh, a I know person. exactly where he is. You do? Yeah, I've seen Dan a couple times, actually. Um, what? I, yeah. I saw Dan in Vegas for my 30th birthday. He was living out in Vegas. He was like the manager at the Palms Hotel. He got us into the club and um, he's married, got a couple of kids. They live in New York, like in New York City. He's He stayed within that hotel management group and he was living in Manhattan. Last time I talked to him. We might have to check in because we might need to get your, his number off of you. No, it was probably social media. But yeah, we definitely, he hooked me up in Vegas with a fun little birthday trip to the Palms, one of the clubs like up on the 30th floor out there. Uh, nice. We were yeah, living in like Idaho when we were, and it was my birthday. Was I? No, we were in North Carolina by then. But Kevin was always in Vegas for work, so we were very familiar with Vegas. Uh, so nobody, is there anybody that you'd like to, like for us to track down? Like you're like, whatever happened to this person? I had no idea what happened to Bernie. To who? To Bernie Sakura. I don't know. Oh, Bernie Sakura. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Bernie. We're, we're going to focus on our graduating class first, but I have a feeling yeah. we might. I think a lot of people, though, are, I mean, like Spiro, I see him all over Instagram. We see Spiro. I saw Spiro a year ago. He came in Boston. Well, I don't see him physically. I see like his Instagram stories about being in London and then in Greece. And he's got like four different citizenships now. And, you know. <laughs> He's always surrounded by women and, you know. What exactly does he do? Does he do? Yeah. That's exactly, nobody knows, that's exactly nobody what knows I don't think. I don't think Spiro knows what he does. Peton <laughs> and Joe, um, who was our class president, Stomp. Stombly. Or as yeah. Nate Pry called him, Stromboli. Oh. Uh, do you know what happened to those guys? He, we know Ted. Okay. Sure. I, and I saw Joe uh, maybe a year and a half ago. Okay. Uh, and yeah, he's he lives outside of New York City. He was in advertising for a long time. Okay. We'll definitely get both those guys on. Wife and that kid. And uh, yeah, and I, I occasionally talk to Ted on the phone. Hmm. Where's Ted? Because yeah. he went, where did he go to college? Somewhere out of state, right? Ted? I don't Ted even, went to Temple. I don't even know that. That's right. Ted went to Temple and then he became. James Cameron's assistant, which is insane. Oh. Like there are TV shows where the character is James Cameron's assistant. <laughs> I don't remember what that's who was really that's um, actually from the class below us, Danny Chun. Dan Chun, he yeah. He's he's like very successful. Big out in Hollywood, right? Yes. Yeah. Writing yeah. Simpsons and then um the, the, the office. office. Yeah. He's a great kid. Yeah. yeah. Who else? There was someone, Jamie. Um, Gregor. Yeah. She's out there too, right? She's out in LA. Yeah. She just had a kid. 
married. We kept, I've seen her, well, I know her brother. Her brother plays at the Deerhead, so yeah. I hear, and I see her mom every so often because she comes in to see her brother. I saw Mia Baylor once. That's who we're trying to get. Yeah, we want to get Mia. We're trying to get okay. her. I haven't seen her in a long time, and I saw her in Asheville, North Carolina. She was working at Green Man Brewing. We went yes. to the brewery. That's and, when I talked. This was 10 years ago. Cause it was before we moved to England. We were out in Asheville. Um, she had a couple of kids. They were my kids ages. I don't know what happened to her after that. I don't know. We're going to catch up with her eventually. Yeah. I contacted her brother. I think we're going to get her eventually. Okay. Uh, this is another question that I, I, we didn't ask Nate and I'm kind of hesitant to ask you, but I don't really think it's fair. We've asked a lot of questions of you tonight. Is there any, like, and we brought up our memories of you. Are there any memories or questions that you have about us? I mean, we don't want to make the show about us, but I don't think it's fair that we just kind of, you know, gave your life story and you like, <laughs> it's, it's totally one-sided. <laughs> it was, uh, was, if you don't, I get it. Time, I was like, I feel bad. Like I'm not asking them what they did or where they've been or what no. they've done. Yeah, have to interview point. each other or like, what it you, comes out. you know, well, cause we want to know about you guys too. Cause you know, I think so. I, I think that'll come out if if you listen to if somebody's engaged and wants to listen to everything. But the point is to is, is you're the you're the point of the interview. Right. I mean, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. And it, and even the stories and the reactions that we have with uh, with your answers that people will find out about about yeah. us. And what we I mean, Jay and I have stuck together for a long time. Even yeah. Though we we've lived we've lived apart for a, a long time too so uh we actually we celebrated our 40th birthday party at the Deerhead together oh, fun. a year and a half ago and that was really fun yeah so. very fun really good time all right so i think that's we're wrapping it up everybody feels good about this sure yeah i think so i i gotta tell you i mean christy tone what a fun time it was talking to you it was, uh, yeah so fun yeah <laughs> i feel this is not i keep like regretting like not keeping in touch with all these people like man there's so many people that i really liked in high school and everybody just starts going their own ways they and do. it's just tough to keep track of everyone and it's hard when you don't come back and you don't have high school reunions and like because i don't ever i went back once to Strasbourg, and i went there only because when when was it when heather got married which wasn't even in Strasbourg, we drove through Mm -hmm. That was about it. So like, I, you know what I mean? Like I don't have a reason to go back there to then to meet someone at a bar for lunch or whatnot. So I, yeah. I'm completely removed from a lot of it. Well, we're coming up on 25 years. So this would, maybe this will be enough to get some, some stir going. Yeah, exactly. You should uh, set something up. Do that. I would love, I, I don't know if you, you should talk to Heather about this experience too and see if she okay. would like to, talk to us because i would love to talk to heather again that heather. would be great i loved I mean, heather's I mom knew. heather's mom who was better than her yeah god <laughs> she was amazing i i had her as a home ec teacher and she was just so nice yeah, like, just like heather. that's right yeah. and that's exactly that's what right. heather was too yeah just like heather <laughs> yeah just incredibly nice yeah, she's very local she's like oxford pennsylvania which is out by west of philly i think so or East of Philly, I don't know, somewhere south of South Pennsylvania, <laughs> to where she's at. 
That's incredible. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time yeah. and spending this time with us. It was so much it was fun. fun. I enjoyed and, it. Uh, yeah. And, you know, if there's anybody uh, who is listening, who does listen to this and wants to send us any comments or emails or anything, Jay's got the email address. What is that, Jay? Yeah, we're at crimsonsheen uh, at gmail.com. Chrissy, do you get the reference? Do you remember Crimson Sheen? Yeah. Yeah, that was part of our uh, alma mater. I don't, it was a song, right? And uh, I don't know. We couldn't, we couldn't come up with a better name. <laughs> So <laughs> I feel like we should have put some more time into that. But no, that's it's fine. Me. It goes along with our whole with our whole class. It's very yeah, it's good enough. That's <laughs> that's exactly how I feel about our class. <laughs> like nobody was really like an overachiever. We didn't have any superstars. No. We had like a lot of solid people. Yeah. It seemed like everybody else was around us, like the juniors and the seniors, <laughs> were all amazing. We were just like we're okay. <laughs> I can't complain. We we I've had a pretty fun life. I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Hi. <laughs> right. All right. Well, thank you, Christy. And yeah. uh, if anybody wants to uh, be on the show, yeah, please reach out to us. We'll definitely have you on, and we'll we'll see you next time.